Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Card Slingers Coast to Coast. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, So you might notice if you've been listening to us or one of our seven listeners for a while, that this is not Melissa's voice. This is Hillary's voice introducing the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we wanted to do a quick episode about reading when you're not feeling well, when you're feeling under the weather, um, whether it's a common cold or whether you're dealing with really big health issues um, and whether or not it's a good idea. And spoiler alert, it's not a good idea. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So you can end so, this episode now. No, keep listening. So we, put some other information. Let's let's finish the episode now. Like really, really short episode now. Yeah. Um, 30 seconds. See you guys. No. So we wanted to talk about this because we are dealing with um with this issue um amongst uh the three of us. Um Melissa is going through some health issues right now and she appreciates appreciates everyone's concerns and that, um, all the good energy and the good mojo coming to her. But, um, this is an episode that's just me and Jamie talking about reading when you're feeling under the weather. And we also wanted to do this because we wanted to support Melissa's GoFundMe. So Jamie, if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So as many of us know, I mean, and we love Melissa, you know, she's just wonderful with her health issues right now on top of COVID, on top of the fact last year that she and her husband both lost their job and which also meant loss of insurance. And it's a lot of us for a lot of tarot readers who are partnered, you know, have wives or loved ones who do this full time. We usually rely on that partner, that other person to carry us through. Right flat out, I will say I'd be fucked if Kendra and I split and or she lost her job. I mean, I'm also an asthmatic and I've got some chronic problems myself. And when you lose your insurance and you have something that's come up like what Melissa does, it's really, it's stressful. It's crazy. It's just, you know, it's worrying. And so, um, Somebody in the community, one of her friends, Christopher, organized a GoFundMe for her. Right now, we are currently trying to raise $15,000. And we're doing this because, A, this will help take some of that burden off of Melissa herself and Joe, her partner, her husband, of all the medical stuff, all the emergencies, or anything that might come up while she's trying to figure out and deal with what the heck is going on. And so it's been wonderful, the outpouring. Everybody's been awesome. I know a couple of people on Twitter have been doing giveaways even where they're either setting up decks or bags like Moonlight Faye, um, who does fantastic wraps for tarot decks. Um, Honoreo. Yeah, Honoreo is also doing one as well. Yeah, a lot of people are doing this where if you show them their receipt once a week, they'll put your name in, 
you know, for the donation to win a bag or win a deck or any of the other things that the tarot community does, whether it's readings, art, um, necklaces or whatever. I don't know what's going, you know, all the things that are going on. But so we're really pulling together and we're really trying to help her out because we love Melissa. I, you know, and her wit for our seven listeners. <laughs> and she's the person that that brought us all together. Yeah. Really. Like without without her, there would be there wouldn't be this podcast that you're listening to, yeah. which apparently everyone loves. Um, I keep on getting some great feedback personally. Likewise. As individuals, we're hearing it. And also as a group, we're hearing it. Mm-hmm. So um, we so appreciate our listeners and we show, so appreciate um, our co-hosts, Melissa. Yes. Um, and, you know, she usually takes the lead on this because, heck, we're all fire signs. Yep. We all keep forgetting for some reason that we're all fire signs and you know it's like herding cats so (laughs) Melissa is usually the cat herder so we did want to take the pressure off not only with her readings and um with these financial burdens um because she's got enough to deal with with um the health issues that she's going to and going through and it couldn't have come at like a worst possible time so um thank you all for what you've already contributed to the GoFundMe, and we're going to have a link in the show na- notes. If I was you just want going to say that. Yep, our show notes will have the links. <laughs> um, I'll also put this on Twitter. Um, if you want to, if you can't donate, we understand because again, fucking COVID, we understand yeah. the pandemic. Yep. You can share this. If you have talents, tell your people, you know, if you donate to this GoFundMe, you know, you know, put their names in a hat for a reading or for, you know, a, a massage if you do it later on in life or, you know, something. Or you just sharing it. Just, yeah, sharing, just sharing it. it. If you don't have the funds, like that is still so appreciated. Yes. Um. So we wanted to talk a little bit about, so not just about the GoFundMe, but also what happens when you have a health issue or family issues or um, even feeling under the weather and you have a reading scheduled or you have a fair scheduled. Um, is it a good, good idea to read when you're not feeling good? And I mean, there, so we can only speak for ourselves. So Jamie, I'm sure has her own thoughts. I have my own thoughts. Um, but most of the time for everyone that I've spoken to that are tarot readers. And by, by the way, Um, I am not a full-time tarot reader. I have a day job um, and my husband has a day job. So um, if, if I'm not feeling well, I have the benefit of taking a sick day and not having to be completely derailed by sickness or illness. I have health insurance. So um, I do want to bring that up to anyone that is you know, reading tarot or feeling like they're not a true tarot reader because they're not a full-time tarot reader. Like most of us are not full-time. Yeah. So that can be the epi- the subject for another episode, but um, I just want to put it out there that I'm not a full-time tarot reader. Most of us aren't. So. Well, and you know, that's the thing, you know, I mean, part of the reason why we started Cards on the Nurse Coast to Coast is to talk about some of these differences, regional differences and stuff. And Hillary, here's a perfect case where you're not a full-time and yet I am a full-time in a way. And yes, you know, I mean, granted, I do have health insurance through my partner and whatnot, but most most uh, full-time readers do have to kind of show up for things unless it's really, really, I would, I would say really, really bad, like, oh, emergency situation, I'm at the hospital bed, you know, you're not going to do a reading when you're on the operation table, you know, 
or in the ER, you're going to focus on your health first. So for me, it's like um, I've instigated, especially with the chronic illness that I'm dealing with, um, a red light or a traffic light system where green days, I'm at my my best. My allergies are fine or low key. Um, my, my The pain that I'm dealing with is low and I'm able to basically function normally, which I can do all of the things. A yellow would be kind of like right now in the spring, I have horrible allergies. And so there are days where I feel like I have a constant head cold or something. So I have to budget my time out. And a red day would be like, if I do have a reading on a red day, it's going to be, I'm focusing on that. I might focus on that reading. If it's something I feel I can handle, like maybe one reading a day, if it's more than that, I might cancel or, you know, push aside. But if it's one thing that day, I will do it. Um, and then just sit around and watch videos or sleep because that's what my body needs. So the biggest key I think for this is understanding your capacity when you are healthy first, understand exactly what you do when you're healthy and then understand the capacity when you're not at your best, because there are, you know, those are two different things. And for me, my capacity when I'm on a red day is just nothing. Sometimes I can't even talk because the pain can be so bad. I have weird pain in my neck. And so I have to watch my voice or I, you know, take extra Advil or naps. So understand your capacity first and then figure out the scheduling and stuff around that. And, um, the biggest story I have for like pushing something through is that I used to do a lot of event readings and we, um, the group that I was with Portlandia fortune tellers at that time worked with in, um, October with a haunted, um, house group that it was indoors, but it was a space that, um, arena kind of space where they had enough for three, you know, haunts and, they also, though, because it is October and Halloween time, you can tell how busy all of us were. You know, they were still doing smaller, you know, individual parties and stuff, but somebody needed to man the booth or woman the booth, so to speak, at that. Person the booth. Uh, yeah, person <laughs> the booth um, at the haunt. And it's hard to train somebody about what goes on at a haunt when it's pitch black, it's loud, and, you know, you've got all this activity, like they've got creatures and screens and stuff. It's, it's really quite an experience. I, I adored it because it's, I, I love that stuff. But so what they had is they put me on haunt duty. <laughs> and so if you can imagine that you're out in the public and talking to people or yelling at people, they're yelling at you across the table and you're doing these readings. And at one point I started feeling sick or my throat started getting congested. And this is externally from the chronic um, symptoms. I didn't realize at the time I was getting sick, but I pushed through it because I knew that that was, you know, I had to, however, that was, it was fun because the last, um, the, it was basically right at the end. It was, um, that last weekend they were open and I was able to do it. I was booked the next day for a wedding party. However, when I woke up that morning, I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything. And I was definitely sick. So I bailed out of that. Thankfully, I have in our group, we have everybody's phone number. So I was able to contact a few extras and say, I need to 
not do this. Coverage. Yeah, yeah. We have coverage. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Hillary is great with words. I don't know if you knew that, but gosh, she's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I was able to get some coverage from that. And I know not everybody has coverage, but that's another benefit that if you are friendly with a bunch of readers in your area, that you can start building your network of locals. Like I know that's something Melissa's done right now is that she's reached out to people in locally to say, hey, I'm not at my best right now. I can't do readings. You know, I, you know, some days I'm like, I, I just can't even move. So she's built some coverage in to help her. And while still being able to maintain the care needs of some of the clients that, you know, feel they, you know, they, that who need the readings. So yeah, it's worry about yourself first. I, I love the airline analogy. The mask, yep. putting the mask on yourself before you put it on the child. And so many times yep. I say that to my clients during readings, especially when the nine of wands come up. Um, the, the nine has like, I call it the wounded healer kind mm-hmm. of card because he's got the bandage around his head and the nine swords. Well, that, sorry, the nine wands behind the eight wands behind him, and he's leaning on the ninth wand. Um, And to me, that is always a card that comes up for my clients that are starting to to burn out a little bit and not really taking care of themselves and are like, um, I guess, rolled up into the drama or health issues of other people um, to the detriment of their own issues. So I'm just like, "Mm, I think you need to start taking care of yourself and then other things will fall into place. Um, So I think that really is the the crux of what we wanted to cover in this episode. I mean, I have a a dozen of examples of me trying to push through um, a reading that I was scheduled to do and feeling sick and, and not learning the lesson of, you know, the clients that are really going to be the right clients for you are going to understand that you're sick and you need to reschedule. Um, There was one particular uh, reading that I was actually driving and on my way over there and I ended up being so nauseous in the car that I I actually had to throw up in the car while I was driving, grabbing a, a plastic bag. Like it was bad. It was really, really bad. And, um, and I was on my way to, to meet the clients and I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to pull over. I need to breathe a little bit, get a little bit of fresh air. And then I drove and showed up to the reading, but I said, I'm here, but like, listen, (laughs) this is what happens. I'm very sorry, but there's just, you're not going to get a good reading from me right now. So, um, I'm really sorry to reschedule knowing that you're here and knowing that you're in town for, for only this time period. Can we reschedule? And I'll give you a phone reading instead. It's just as good. I promise you. I'm very, very sorry. And um, just the, I guess, the way I said it and how authentic I was being. Um, I've been reading for that client for a number of years since then because of the integrity with which I give my readings. And it is about integrity. You know, knowing like what Jamie said, I love that system, Jamie, of the red the red, the yellow, the green, or the green, the yellow, the red, and knowing yourself and what your capacity is when you're at full health versus feeling a little under the weather versus, you know, like serious family issue or health issue. Um, Knowing that first and knowing what you're capable of at those different levels will just help you feel a lot better Mm -hmm. setting boundaries with people because this is boundary work as well. Um, And the the, the clients that try and force you 
<laughs> to read or try and get in there or make the exception. Like those aren't the clients that you really want to read no. for. And if they don't understand that you're not feeling well or you're dealing with a health crisis if you're, or you're, if you're dealing with a family crisis, um, they're... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to read for them. I mean, and it's not going to be quality. That's like you said. I mean, you know, there's the two keys. It's the capacity and quality. Yeah. If, you know, I, I've, I've recorded podcasts, um, maybe here, but definitely on tarot visions where I had asthma issues last year in 2020 and I couldn't breathe and I sounded very airy. Yeah. And, and you can I hear I the wasn't, difference. It's, yeah. It's not a it's, quality episode either. No, it's, 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 it's the capacity. It's the fact that, you know, yes, I had to stick with something because we could not schedule. We couldn't put it off because we um, had another person. We actually had interviewers or interviewees. And yeah, I mean, sometimes you won't be able to push it off. However, if you tell people I might not be talking too much or I'm sick and this isn't going to be the best quality reading, if you're still okay with that, you know, we'll go, but I all means, yeah. I'd much rather wait until I have the capacity and I'm yeah. able to keep my channel open and clean, so to speak, so that it's it's the flow in the energy exchange is equal and as best as the intent as we can put into it. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. It's almost like a two part um, or, or a twofold episode here, where it's just like if you must. If you must give a reading and you're not feeling at full health, know, kind of know what, what you're, you are and are not willing to do and how to make yourself feel better for, the, for that, that time period or for that session. And you may want to abbreviate that session and say, listen, I know that you're booked for an hour, but can we do a half an hour now and a half an hour in the future? And I'm, I'm happy to, to honor that. Or if you would like a full refund, you know, because I can't, I can't do it today, mm -hmm. you know, but like managing expectations. It's like, if you want to be very upfront with people about what your capacity is. I mean, when I, I was scheduled to do um, festival readings and I don't really do festival readings anymore because it's just not my cup of tea. I'm not very, it's not that I'm not very good at them, but it's just like, that's not that's not the kind of reading that I like to do. I want to get yeah. in depth with people. And if they only have a five minute or 10 minute session with me and it's just like, I can, I can get in and get out, but like, I don't want to, I want to follow them like through the, throughout the, the festival and be like, here's another card for you. Here's another card for you. Let's do this. You know, I like the in depth. So festival readings, not a really great um, reading for me, but I was booked to do, um, booked for space. So I had already paid the table fees or the tent fees. Yeah. Um, and I was sharing those fees with a fellow, uh, reader, um, so that like she had the tent and everything. And then we had our two tables and everything. And I was really, really looking forward to this event too, because it's like, it was my best friend. So we were like sitting and doing readings together. Um, and I, came down with a really bad cold. And so I still had to show up. Um, I was like inhaling lozenges every five minutes. Oh, I had my throat, I had my throat spray, you know, I was trying to keep my distance, hand sanitizer, you know, everything. And this is pre pre pandemic, pre COVID. Um, and by the end of the by the end of the fair, like I had no voice left. And and my friend ended up like she happened to free up at the moment that I was like starting to go down and she saw it. So she was just like chiming in from her table. And I'm just like, 
thank you. <laughs> like I have no voice. <laughs> That's the one thing I put into my, uh, my bag when I, when I do event readings is I, I put in like a handful of throat lozenges because again, when you're there out for days at a time or hours at a time, your throat's going to get raw no matter what. So it's like your water bottle might run out. And if you're lucky, you might be able to get a client you know, the last person you read to go grab you more water glasses or fill your water bottle for you. However, right. sometimes you're not. And that's when the lozenges work. Right. But yeah, I mean, like that one time that I was at that, you know, at the uh, haunted house in between readings, I would like grab the chloroseptic and just be like, oh, chloroseptic. No, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's literally propping yourself up. Well, it's so good because it kills everything, including the bad bacteria. And I hate using it for that. But it basically, it's like, look, tarot readers propped up on the stage ready to perform. And then, you know, it's hard. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the bottom line is if, if you are able to not give a rating while you're sick, take care of yourself first. Don't right. do it. And this goes for solo readings. Yep. I, I've put off, I mean, I, I've either not touched my deck when I'm really, really under the weather, or I will you know, draw a card, but not do anything with it for the, for my draws of the day. Sometimes I'll just pull it and take a picture and that's it just so I can journal about it later, like, you know, days or a week later. But, uh, you know, this year I've given myself permission because I have broken my, my streak, my two and a half year streak of daily draws. I didn't go back in February when I stopped. I have like a week's worth where I didn't do it. And that's mm -hmm. because I wasn't at my best. So even honor yourself and your own traditions. And don't pull the cards. Don't put yourself there because it's, you're not going to get, you know, good stuff. I mean, the phrase yeah. garbage in, garbage out comes to mind sometimes. Yeah. You know? And I feel like I, I'm glad that you mentioned that about the daily card pulls because I do card of the day. I actually just, yeah. just did mine before we uh, jumped on the, the podcast recording. Um, but like that to me is the canary in the minds. Yeah. Whereas when that, when that starts to go for me, it, I, it's always an indicator that I'm coming down with something or I'm under the weather mm -hmm. or, you know, like something, something's going on with me. If I don't feel that energy or that excitement to pull my card of the day, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a warning system. <laughs> well, and it's also so. the truth. There are times where, I mean, Hillary and I, and a lot of our, you know, seven listeners probably love tarot and are like, I want to do everything with the cards. Yeah, there's some, some times where it's just like, I, you know, all I can do is look at my collection. You know, there yeah. are times where, I mean, I love the cards. Tarot's become my life. And yet, kind of, there are days where I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> I might say the word and that's it. Right, right. So, oh. I like, I, I mean, there was, and this doesn't just go for feeling sick or your own health issues. Yeah. Um, this can also be for family emergencies as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember so strongly having to cancel a whole bunch of things um, in October. Gosh, it's going to be three, three years ago um, because my mom was having health issues yeah. and I, I had to, I had to drop everything and I had to take care of her. Um, and so did, so did my sister. And um and I, that meant I had to reschedule or cancel a lot of stuff. Like what you were saying, Jamie, about mm -hmm. October, like October is a terror readers busy season. And that's of course, when my mom got sick. And so, and, and you can't just tell her mom, please, can you just wait for another two weeks? You and, know, and don't, the funny, don't get and, sick. 
And the funny part about that is she felt so bad because she knew <laughs> that it was my busy season. And I'm just like, this is much more important. Mm-hmm. Like, like everyone will understand this is much more important. Yeah. Um, and then I think two months later, uh, my father unexpectedly passed away. So it was a rough, it was a rough end of year <sighs> for me. And so this hiatus that I had put on my readings, I had to further the hiatus with, with yeah. that. And like, as soon as my mom felt better, like my dad passed away, you know, um, but there were actually some clients that understood and, you know, I was just like, I'm very, I'm very sorry. This is what happened. And there were some people that, that were just like, are you done? Um, and Melissa said she experienced this too, when she was dealing with, um, family members passing yeah. away, someone actually came back to her and said, are you done grieving yet? So I can get my reading. And it's just like, okay, well, I'm never working with you ever. <laughs> that shit pisses me off because it's like, you know, yeah, you don't want grieving to go on forever. However, there is no length. You can't set a length of processing the loss of a loved one, no matter mm-hmm. if they're a human, pet, plant, you know, whatever. You, if you love something and it is gone, you have to, t- I, I say you have to take time to grieve. Take and, the time, yeah. And, you know, American, um, United States culture places a three-day limit on it. However, no, you can't just, it takes three days just to relax. Sometimes you have, you have to let the process go at its own pace. Right. Exactly. And again, that's another, you know, another tip here, but, you know, grieving or again, it's, you're not at your best. Don't read when you're, you know, at your best. When, when my dad was dying in cancer, I didn't, I mean, I, I edited tarot stuff like book wise. I didn't, pick my deck up. I didn't want to read into that. So sometimes Mm -hmm. tarot was not a good helper. I would say kind of even when grieving, because I'm not, I mean, some readers might be better, but for me, I don't know if I would be able to read while grieving because Mm -hmm. I don't want to read into the cards or I I would want to hear certain things from the cards. And that's not how I think tarot works. Right. Right. And, um, so we do want to draw it back to not just grieving, but like when you're not feeling your best or you're not at your best. Um, but also there can be moments in, in your own health issues where you're grieving the things that you used to be able to do that you can't do anymore. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like just acknowledging that, like that's all part of the process. And so that might be a reason where you're not picking up your cards because you just don't want, you just don't need that insight. You know, like you just yeah. need to sit with how you're feeling without the tarot cards either trying to cheer you up or <laughs> or trying to bring you down or feeling like your fear mm-hmm. or insecurity is coming out in the cards. So sometimes it is a good thing to not touch your cards during those periods of time. Like, and these are, this is coming from two professional tarot readers saying this. Yep. Sometimes it's not appropriate to touch your cards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a full-timer, a lot of, some of us don't give ourselves breaks. Like I remember Teresa Reed talking about how, like, um, I don't know how recent it was, but at some point she was like, I haven't had a vacation in years. And to me, that's another clear sign, you know, when we need to take a step back, don't touch our cards and take a break. Mm -hmm. So if you are doing this full-time, give yourself vacations, build that time in, know that the work will be there, know that your clients will be there, Mm -hmm. you know, and because it's all about you first, you know, put on, put out your mask on first before you can help others. Because right. if you're not at your best, you won't be able to help give others the help that they desperately seek from you. 
Exactly. I think that's a great place to to finish. (laughs) Ding. So yeah, thank you all for listening and for hanging in there. Um, We are still taking email questions for our um, reading, winning a free reading from the three of us. um, That'll happen in June. If we need to push it back, we'll let you all know. And that's the how we do this episode. Yes, the how we do this episode. We will definitely pull something. I know we've got a bunch of good, um, or at least I think five or six from the seven. Yeah, five of the six or maybe even more because I guess people have been sharing it. So, you know, are going to have something. So keep that keep that in mind. And again, you know, we love Melissa. We want her to get better. And if you can, share or donate on the GoFundMe. And we love you all. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. 